Hi, everyone. Welcome to Friday Night Live with your hosts, Ben and Rob. Did you see that Tucker Carlson was ousted from Fox News? How about Don Lemon being fired from CNN after 17 years of we don't know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows, really? Then a bombshell video leaked of Steven Crowder's interaction with his ex-wife. So is mainstream media finally collapsing? Well, in more otherworldly news, this Friday Night Live will cover a Russian general claiming aliens are in fact watching us, how octopuses might just be aliens after all, as we predicted, <laughs> and discuss a mysterious buzzing in our oceans that somehow can't be identified. So join us as we dive deeper into these topics, plus the top 10 weirder news of the week and a Dig deep live Q&A only on Rise.tv. So we'll see you out on the edge. <laughs> How are you doing, Rob? I'm good. It's been a crazy week, man. It sure has. It's like just when you think that we couldn't get any more weirder bizarre whatever more things come out in the news so at this point it it just kind of feels like um all of the mainstream media are kind of it just in utter chaos right now yeah it's weird it really is it's like uh, i don't even no one's really watching or i mean okay i just didn't say no one but all the mainstream media right now like fox news just kind of shot themselves in the foot or I mean, they had the, the most watched show on news and they yeah. got rid of it. Like, seriously, <laughs> I, I no one is going to be watching Fox it. anymore. They're not, you know, like they've already decreased. Well, like Sean Hannity's last show was a million views less than it was last week. Right. So they were because of Tucker being there. I, I think they under appreciated maybe what he was doing for the media. What are they going to do now? Was there something else involved? And we did uncover some things that we're going to get into, but before we get into that, why don't we talk about some funny things that we found? Yeah. You know, actually uh, we'll start off with this contradictions video. I found you're going to like this one, Ben, check this out. I'm African-American. I'm African. I'm black as the heart of a fucking area. I'm black as the name of Tyrone and Terry's. Excuse my French, but fuck you. No, fuck y'all. Sorry, I didn't All actually right, know. All right, you have a good one. Wearing... Baby, you're a song. You make me want to roll my window down. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I like, you know, like, it's just what was funny to me about this clip is, you know, all those guys are friends. Yes. And they they had to, like, you know, coordinate to make this clip together. Yeah, that's so funny, man. Some of these are really funny. Okay, this next one you found, Rob. (laughs) I did. It just it, you know, it gave me those good feelings about New York that I miss. Okay, wait, wait. Before we show it, just to warn you guys, this is kind of a little bit gross. So anybody who doesn't like rats. (laughs) or flying rats, uh, you may not want to watch. (laughs) Pigeons are just called flying rats. (laughs) That seagull just (laughs) found a 
jumbo size sewer rat. Oh, dear, dear. I've never oh, seen that before. It, maybe this is Spain, but those the seagulls yeah, that say, big. I don't know if this is New York. Seagulls that big. That was a seagull, and seagulls that big are in the Northeast, like in Rhode Island, Massachusetts. You'll see those seagulls at the beach. They're huge, and they're they're like that. They'll eat anything. Like you'll see them trying to eat a tin can. Not kidding. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of like the mainstream media eating itself. But you know what's crazy about that is, you know, like rats can't really die. So that rat probably ate its way out through the seagull's stomach and like clawed its way out or the seagull had to throw it up. There's no way that seagull kept that rat down. That's just weird. I, I, I actually I, I saw another video earlier. Um, and it's kind of a similar thing, a bird eating a rat. So I guess it's not as uh, and dropped it in the water <laughs> and went yeah. down and, and ate it. So anyway, strange. I don't know. I, I I honestly can say I've never seen that before uh, prior to that video. I didn't even know they could eat something that large. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I guess they do eat fish. Oh, sorry. They sure. Fish that big. I yeah, guess. they're flying yeah. over. They're flying over the sea all the time and trying to get fish. Right. Sure. But a jumbo sized sewer rat. <laughs> sure. You don't really see that that often. You don't. Well, all right, we're going to show a clip here from the Metaphysical Podcast. This clip just went up today, and it was really mind-blowing. It's going viral right now, so I figured we'd just show it. Sure. Chin Shi Huang and the meeting he had with these Wan Chu citizens. This, this is a quote. The people of the country of Wan Chu reached China, were 10 feet tall, and covered their bodies with the feathers of birds and animals. And Chin Shi Huang talked to them about the beginning of heaven and earth, and they knew it as if they had seen it with their own eyes. It's written that these people had an amazingly efficient form of energy. It only needed something that resembled a cone or corn, which can light a whole room. If that object was thrown into a small river stream, it can light the entire stream for 10 miles. What? Immediately, I was like, wait a minute. This sounds like something I've seen before. Look what the Anunnaki are holding in all of their relief oh, sculpture. They always think that these, this cone is referring to the pineal gland. But what if instead it was their form of energy, John? In wow. the relief, they're wearing the feathers that were described in the account from Emperor Chin Shi Huang. Emperor that, Chin Shi Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. Well, that, so, okay. So I'll kind of explain this. If you watch the podcast, this is in the podcast, right? But basically, when Chin Shi Huang, uh, when he formed the his kingdom, his empire... It had destroyed the six kingdoms, right? And so one of the guys that was uh, tasked with collecting all of the culture, like basically everything was burned to the ground, but they wanted to preserve as much of the previous culture as possible from the six kingdoms, right? So he goes and he collects, he basically creates a book that um, documents as much of the culture as possible. And in this book, which was called The Loser, actually, because I guess the Six Kingdoms, it was like the losers. It it documents Chin Shi Huang's meeting with these Wanchu citizens, these citizens mm. from another country 
who had this amazing conversation with him. And, you know, that's not all. They talked about other forms of technology that um, that this um, want these Wanchu citizens had. And 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 what was crazy to me is like no one had put it together that like no one would even think to look to Chinese culture to learn more about what was going on in ancient Sumeria. And here you go. Like there's this fascinating um, record that Qin Shi Huang has of of actually meeting with the Anunnaki, bro. Like That's he described crazy. him as 10 feet tall. And there are all these statues of Anunnaki's holding lions like house cats, dude. Yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Crazy. Um, yeah, but I like Chinese culture. I never even thought to look at right. that. So that's really interesting. Wow. So what do you think the pine cone was? Like, it, that's their form of energy, dude. That, it was this form of really uh, extremely like um, zero point, whatever you want to call it, energy. Yeah, like maybe it was energy. something like corn, but they figured out how to utilize it in a way that you know this is why they were constantly holding it up in their in their yeah well and it's it really be weird energy. because the mayans um like they basically worship corn so there's a lot of symbolism in corn with corn well, and it might not have been corn bro. And it may not have been corn it might not I have been corn that yeah because yeah. i was always you know and it's just because oh well that's like they they looked at it as like the main crop and their main source of food, which is why, but it's, that's really weird to think about. Now they had mind. technology that could allow them to travel water or land 10,000 miles a day. It's like just, there's crazy stuff. And like, it, yeah. it just made me rethink everything. Like, you know how they're always wearing those watches in, in those relief. They have this like watch on. We don't know what that was. There's this thing that they call the tree of life. We don't know what that tree of life was. Was it really the tree of life or was it another form of technology? Right. Because there's that thing that they're sitting in too. With, yeah. With that, that they sometimes refer to the tree of life and that could actually be some kind of craft. That Dude, they're it could be, in, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. it, just, it completely rewrites everything we know about these. And, you know, what's weird is I found more information about this last week just from doing just random research. Mm -hmm. But like, OK, the the uh, the wings and the feathers this was apparently, you know, like they would adorn themselves with these things. The the god that they worshipped had a bird head. Yes. And all of this went back to Orion. Apparently, like, now I'm not sure if these guys are from Orion or if maybe a portion of them are, but there are some accounts that they, uh, of, of these tablets that were found that are talking about the uh, Orion being the place where the, the highest god in the universe lives or or exists and now of course you know i take all of that with a grain of salt everybody right, at home i'm just right. telling you what these tablets say right but the right, thing right. is is like you know that's kind of like all recorded there and you know the yeah it's just weird like a bunch so maybe of not kind of, like god per se you know but no, we like, don't know but if yeah. they look at these these higher beings or or you know the anunnaki or whatever which is really interesting because the orion is very very important and most yeah. um ancient civilizations when you look at it because i mean think about it, all they had was the stars and back right. then it was so much clearer because you didn't have all the light pollution so i can't even imagine what the sky would look like you know hundreds of even thousands of years ago no lights it would be insane right so um yeah and then also like going back to your point with with the lights and everything i mean that's well one the, the 
the Great Pyramids were lining up with Orion, if you go back like 25,000 years ago, that's one thing. Second thing is that they found um, in the Great Pyramid itself, the lining and the inside of it, it had light inside at yes. one point in time, but it wasn't, but it didn't give off a, a it, it, it was it copper lining. Things. What? I'm sorry. It would have been these things. Yeah. And, and that's know, what I think too, because yeah. they found like some kind of, somehow they were able to create electricity through copper as a conduct, but something else. And it didn't give off any kind of like, uh, I don't know, not like a light bulb, but some other form of energy. And they actually found evidence of it inside the pyramids. So that's something else. And I, I guarantee you it's in the other pyramids too, like even to in be. the Mayans and everything else. Yeah. So great. <laughs> Ray Bird says, you know, it's probably just two dudes showing off their pine cones to each other. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, look at this one. I found this the other day. <laughs> uh, here's a bigger than mine. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I look like that guy with my. <laughs> <laughs> it is really weird that they, yeah, but I mean, it, it could be both, you know, maybe they were looking at the pineal gland and, and, and realized because in a lot of cultures, the pineal gland is where the soul resides. So, I mean, that's what a lot of cultures believe. So if you take it from that perspective and think about the essence of life, and then it's like, what if we can recreate this? You know, and, and so that could be exactly why, you know, so it's like it may reference both things. So that's very, very fascinating. So, yeah, these are always cool things to talk about. Definitely. Because you and I know so much about this stuff. We could just go on forever. I was trying to find that, that painting or the um, cave drawing of the dude sitting in that, it looks like the tree of life, but I can't find it right now. So mm. I'll keep trying to find it. Or maybe. Sure. Um, yeah. All right. So, okay. So we can, and if anything else like this comes up during this conversation, we can definitely talk about this. Um, yeah, this was a great conversation. So I'm glad you showed that. Um, okay. So this final one, I don't know what to think about this. Everyone, even not the bee, wrote an article about it asking the same question. And no one's really coming to any conclusions on this. It's just asking a simple question. What is this? <laughs> it's really weird. Is there a mask involved? And Lindsay, play this clip. So you're going to be paying attention. Biden's back of his neck here. And it's Trump. Something really weird with this thing. He was a very conservative guy. All right. It's going to zoom in here in a minute. Ah, that's weird. What is that? <laughs> and look at his thumb. That is that just wrinkles? Is this something else going on? Yeah, but no skin actually does that. Yeah, and even, look, even when he turned, it just didn't look like Biden. Like, honestly, this I mean, granted, that is the side of him. People look different on the side. Lindsay's like, maybe dehydration. There's, have you ever honestly, honestly seen dehydration do that to skin? Seriously. I have not. That's, a, that's no. That's like... And, and, you know, and you see that security guard to his left. If it shows it again, we'll notice he's like, he's like looking over at the cameraman directly. Like, what are you filming? 
dude, that just does not look like Biden when he turns his neck. But look at that security guy in the in the in the in the tie right there. Play it, Lindsay. He's gonna start looking at the cameraman here pretty soon, and it just looks like, hey, wait a minute, what are you doing over there? All right, maybe not, but I don't know. It's just really weird. It's super weird. And then, like I said, when he turns his head, see if you can pause it, Lindsay. Not yet. Right there. It just doesn't look like Biden. Hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At this point, anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, all is right. it that time, Ben? It is that time. It's time the for effect. the Mandela effect. All right. So um, I'm sure most of you have heard this, but I, I found some more evidence to kind of back this up and some interesting facts revolved around it. Um, so the famous peanut butter, is it Jif or Jiffy? Jif and Skippy. All right. So I do remember Jiffy. I mean, or, or did you remember Skippy and your mind just screwed it yeah. up? So that's what everyone says, right? Play Lindsay. Well, first show that. Okay. So this guy's like saying the same thing. Does anyone remember it? Jiffy or Jeff, right? This is no, 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 no. I, I don't. Who cares about playing this video? Really? Go back. Uh, just show it. Show the YouTube page. That's more important than the actual video itself. So what's fascinating about this, this was published 13 years ago. So this was prior to 2012. This video was published. The headline in this video says Jiffy peanut butter commercial. Again, this is posted. But then below it says Jiff with two Fs, creamy peanut butter commercial in the woods. So yeah. And then when you play the video, the dude is holding Jif, J-I-F. So why is it all different for one thing? <laughs> that is really weird in itself. Now, here's a Family Feud episode from October 2012. You don't have to play it from the very beginning. <clears throat> really kind of what I want is more towards the end. So you, you can kind of just play it from there. Just play it from right there. That's fine. Keeping points. What is that? The the, the two the two points of a, f a football game, a basketball uh, uh, game. Of course, yes. Okay, uh, a hundred years, a, a thousand years, uh, uh, a century, a, a thousand, uh, thousand, millennium. Yes, a fortnight. Okay, uh, do this quickly, quickly. Uh, peanut a butter, second. peanut butter, not Skippy, but uh, uh, the other one. Skip the other one. Jelly. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, and so I was reading the comments from both the YouTube channel or both of this YouTube and the other one. And the guy who posted this video remembers the advertising where the campaign was telling, it was a mother explaining to her children, Oh, I'll make a, sna a snack for you in a Jiffy with Jiffy. And that that's the slogan. I remember that slogan. And so does a lot of other people. And I, then, I really, I really feel like I remember Jiffy. 
This is one of those that I feel like I remember. Okay. And then on top of that, I looked at Amazon reviews for Jif peanut butter and a lot of people in Amazon in the reviews are calling it Jiffy. <laughs> mm. And not only that, there were actually, uh, uh, like if you type in J-I-F, it auto filled to Jiffy peanut butter in Amazon even. Hmm. So this one to me kind of has these like residual effects where I do think this is, and it was, well, I do think it was Jiffy at one point in time. The other aspect is um, that family feud was in 2012 where we, where I kind of feel like the Mandela effects when that stuff happened, happened started. Yeah. I know, you know, it was, it was like, I think with the Mayan calendar, somehow this is all associated. Dude, what's together. so weird is we were both at the media in 2000, like basically 2012, 2013. Yeah. And I remember, I actually think I remember coming up to you and being like, Ben, don't you remember Na Nelson Mandela dying? Yeah, you did. You did tell me that you, you, because you were laying out the front page. Yeah. And I, I, was I, so I my response was like, honestly, I didn't really know Nelson Mandela that much. And, and the history. I remember. It. Ben, so I remember I was like, sitting, I, I had two 27 or 28 inch screens, yeah. like huge screens. And I remember sitting in front of the screens with my head down. You were, you were super confused I'm because down. I remember, I, cause I was just like working and then I was like, well, I don't know. And then you, you had a meeting. I remember you were talking with our, uh, it was like the chief guy at the, yeah. the newspaper and you're like, dude, this dude already died. Like, why are we, why are we reporting on this? Like, I don't understand. And he was like, no, he just died. And you're like, okay, maybe I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get, I was like, that was like, I couldn't get over it. I was like, this is so weird. I remember him dying. It's just, okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, and like, that's what, I mean, it got weird. And then it was just then it was 2013 that that happened. That yeah, all it was 2013 when he died. Uh, like the second time he died. So that is really fascinating. And then that's when people started noticing. Um, somehow everyone started talking about Shazam around that Dude, time. Shazam too. is one yeah. of the weirdest and, ones. And that was the first one for me where I was on a form, like because someone was telling me about and like I, I same thing. I knew the name of the I knew the name of it. I'm like, yeah, yeah Shazam. You know, Sinbad. I just knew the name. And then someone was like, it doesn't exist. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I remember reading forms for the first time looking at it, but I'm like, okay, I, I don't know, you know, and I just kind of forgot about it. And, and I didn't know it was called the Mandela effect. You know, I just was like, this is weird. And then it wasn't until we started doing the show where you start to, I was like Mandela effects. And then I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. And it's just so strange. Well, you guys, we have a uh, series that really blew the top off of the entire Mandela effect. There's like what, six, seven videos in that now. Yeah. And uh, this is the one that was going like super viral on YouTube for, for a long time. Um, and we, we talk about the Mandela effect, all of the things that could potentially be, the reasoning for the Mandela effect. Um, and man, it's fascinating. So if you haven't checked this out, definitely go watch all of these. They're really fun, especially that first one where we get into Times Square and we're like interviewing people trying to figure out what's happening. But uh, we're going to play a um, trailer right now. And then when we come back, we're going to be getting into all kinds of weird news.
because it's all weird today. It is all weird. It's weird. It's informative. It's supernatural. It's Friday Night Live on Rise.TV. We looked into Microsoft's launch of the next version of ChatGPT, which even has developers wondering if technology is going too far. Well, everyone is sick of fear and politics, which is why we started this show back in 2018 to talk about the weirdest news and most entertaining information we find each week. Nickelback might be the reason why we have life on Earth. The advertising board caused hilarity among many drivers. A real-life Terminator liquid metal T-1000. Let's laugh at the headlines on Friday Night Live on Rise.TV. <laughs> I have so not seen guess. that yet. <laughs> that was really good. Um, yes. So when we do our Friday Night Live, that is the segment for our Weirder News that you don't see on Rumble. And that is exclusively for our Rise TV subscribers. So if you really want to see the real fun, exciting, totally out there, weird news that we do, um, subscribe to our platform on Rise.TV for just $9.99 a month and support our work. It lets us keep doing these videos and bring you the truth that the censors don't want you to hear. So, um, yeah, we would really, it's just really appreciate it. We have wonderful fan support on rise tv and the in the live chat and um we have a lot of fun and actually today if you watched a couple weeks ago we were talking about um the urn that was purchased at a thrift store oh with yeah ashes in it we have an update on that one so we do <laughs> we do is the so, person not dead now all of a sudden you'll have to find out when we talk <laughs> about it on rise tv so um yeah it's pretty funny though that one yeah, we had such a funny story so but um but really that story earns a happy ending mm-hmm okay we'll see you get it earns earns mm, yeah no i got it <laughs> I, was just, I was trying to avoid <laughs> all right <laughs> we'll wait till we get to that one all right. As for everything else that is happening in the world, with we have everything from Tucker Carlson to alien octopuses. So <laughs> everything between there, including other aliens. But um, first, why don't we cover the Tucker stuff before we get into the aliens? Since yeah. we've already kind of talked a lot about some paranormal, fun, crazy things. So you guys... Um, uh, this is, so this is a video that Tucker, uh, well, that was released. I don't even know if Tucker knew it was released at the time. And some people are saying this is what caused him to, um, get deleted. But honestly, when, man, when did this publish though? This published, uh, just like less than a, like just a few days before he was let go. So uh, but can we go to three fifty, Lindsay? Do you know where he gave the speech? I forget where he gave the speech. Um, it was some kind of um, dinner thing, and he just he just didn't hold back. And in 
realistically, he's kind of he was he was criticizing both parties in this video, but it was the last half. Well, he, the speech was pretty long, but, but this is like six minutes. But the last half of it, he really gets in this amazing detailed monologue on good and evil and really what's going on in the world. And it's pretty interesting. So Lindsay's saying there's a buffering problem. Just start playing it, I guess, wherever you can. Uh, but honestly, it, it's just it's just he, you can tell he's very clear about this whole battle of good and evil and really what is happening. I don't know what's going on. Lindsay's having a buffer problem. OK, just I think play from there wherever. Yeah. We use to to describe what we're watching. So when I started at Heritage, the presumption was, and this is a very Anglo-American assumption, that the debates we're having are kind of rational debates about the way to get it. I, of course, I understand that. And I have compassion for everyone involved. But when the Treasury Secretary stands up and says, you know what you can do to help the economy get an abortion? Well, you, that's like an Aztec principle, actually. There's not a society in history that didn't practice human sacrifice. Not one. I you just leave it here. Even the Scandinavians, I'm ashamed to say, it wasn't just the Mesoamericans, it was everybody. So like, that's what that is. Well, what's the point of child sacrifice? Well, there's no policy goal entwined with that. No, that's a theological phenomenon. And that's kind of the point I'm making. None of this makes sense in conventional political terms. When people or crowds of people, or the largest crowd of people at all, which is the federal government, the largest human organization in human history, decide that the goal is to destroy things, destruction for its own sake. Hey, let's tear it down. What you're watching is not a political movement, it's evil. So if you want to assess, and I'll put it in non, and I'll stop with this, I'll put it in non, I'll put it in non-political, uh, or non, rather non-specific theological terms, and just say, if you want to know what's evil and what's good. What are the characteristics of those? And by the way, you know, I, I think the Athenians would have agreed with this. This is not necessarily just a Christian notion. This is kind of a, I would say, widely agreed upon understanding of good and evil. What are its products? What do these two conditions produce? Well, I mean, good is characterized by order, calmness, tranquility, peace, whatever you want to call it. Lack of conflict, cleanliness. Cleanliness is next to godliness. It's true. It is. And evil is characterized by their opposites. Violence, hate, disorder, division, disorganization, and filth. So if you are all in on the things that produce the latter basket of outcomes, what you're really advocating for is evil. That's just true. I'm not calling for religious war, far from it. I'm merely calling for an acknowledgement of what we're watching, which is not one, and I'm not, certainly not backing the Republican Party. I mean, ugh. I'm not making a partisan point at all. I'm, I'm just noting what's super obvious. Like those of us who are in our mid fifties are caught in the past in the way that we think about this. One side's like, no, no, you know, I've got this idea and we've got this idea, and let's have a debate about our ideas. They don't want a debate. 
Those ideas won't produce outcomes that any rational person would want under any circumstances. Those are manifestations of some larger force acting upon us. It's just so obvious. It's completely obvious. And I think two things. One, we should say that and stop engaging in these totally fraudulent debates where we are using the terms that we used in 1991 when I started at Heritage as if maybe, you know, I could just win the debate if I marshaled more facts. I've tried that, doesn't work. And two, maybe we should all take just like 10 minutes a day to say a prayer about it. That's I'm that's serious, like why not? And I'm saying that to you, not as some kind of evangelist, I'm literally saying that to you as an Episcopalian. The Samaritans of our time. I'm coming to you from the most humble and lowly theological position you can. I'm literally an Episcopalian, okay? And even I have concluded it might be worth taking just 10 minutes out of your busy schedule to say a prayer for the future. And I hope you will. I don't, how would this, Ben, have created a situation for him to get fired? Yeah, I know. Well, because he, he was just speaking his mind, you no, know, but and he then, speaks his mind. I mean, I watch his show. Yeah, he does. His show is even more pointed than this most of the time. Am I right? Yeah. So there's multiple theories about this. Um, the other one. Is, so that's one is that they they wanted him fired after that came out. One, because he was criticizing the, the Republican Party and he wasn't really taking a side. And I mean, he was also I mean, earlier, earlier in his speech, he was criticizing the the um well he was talking about the transgender movement but more focused on the grooming of the kids then he he goes into the you know the abortion and then he's talking about this and so that's but no one has mentioned that no media even wanted to talk about this speech it was like it, it just they just left it out of the conversation completely so that's why some people don't think this is the reason why he got like let go um, the other aspect is that BlackRock recently, just in February, purchased more shares of, of Fox. So BlackRock actually owns 15% of Fox News, more than any person other than Murdoch. You know, I'm sure he, he has more majority of share. But um, and then there's there's the massive board members on Fox. And Paul Ryan um, is on the board and Paul Ryan used to be the um, former speaker of the house. And he was, he's just a pure rhino guy, like hundred percent, you know, he's like this fake Republican dude basically. And there's rumors going around that Paul Ryan, um, like BlackRock contacted. This is what the rumor is. BlackRock contacted Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan went to Murdoch and was like, look, they want him out. And Murdoch made the call. So whether or not that happened that way, I don't know. We do all we it's, can say, it's you know, amazing how their control and all of their assets and money are also going to be behind their downfall because it is yeah. there's no way like no one's going to watch anymore. You're, you just turned Fox into CNN. No one was watching CNN. Now no one's going to be watching Fox. No, definitely not now. Um, the other thing is it's, uh, it's interesting because um, 
uh oh man i just completely lost my train of thought so sorry talking about fox news and i was going to say something about oh 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 the lawsuit so the lawsuit just happened with with dominion and fox but they um it's been confirmed that that didn't have to do with the decision of firing tucker so i don't know if something else is going on behind the scenes and they made this deal um because they never really officially said that they fired tucker it just the official stance was they parted ways. So um, that's all super interesting. And then of course, what we mentioned earlier in the show, like Sean Hannity lost a million views this week. Uh, And then of course, Fox news tonight, um, their views dropped by more than more than half from what they usually get went from like, little over two and a half million views to like 1.3 million. And there's the um, board of directors over yeah, here. These are the board of directors here. So that's his son. That's Murdoch's son. I, I actually haven't really looked into any of these guys. Um, I don't know a whole lot about them off the top of my head. Um, like these are kind of things that, you know, it's like you could just mass do a massive deep dive into these people and kind of see who they're married to, what their relationship is. Do they have any association with any of the, uh, you know, three letter agencies and, uh, and whatnot. And then the last one, is Paul Ryan. Yeah. What? I don't really understand how he's on the board. Um, I guess, you know, all of these, and this is the thing about all these politicians. Look, it says it here. He's a partner with private equity firm, Sol, Solamere Capital, LLC. And, and then it's like, man, so this, this right here is a, like just even his thing is a massive rabbit hole. You can start looking into these companies, see who owns what, what other companies, like, are they shell companies? I mean, that's how a lot of these politicians actually i'm not and i'm not trying to say that that's what he's doing by all means i'm just saying from from our research from a lot of things i looked into even the clintons were um guilty of this uh you know they had multiple organizations and they found that through china there there was these uh, shady deals going on with one of the organizations they managed now whether they knew that was going on that's the question that, that remains unknown but um, I, I know the Epic Times had a whole article about it a few years ago. And, um, you know, and that's kind of what we've been uncovering in a lot of ways is that there's all these different LLCs or um, basically slush funds. And uh, even, even the uh, one of the candidates that was running for mayor in New York, um, I can't remember her name, but she got in trouble, too, because they found all these slush funds that she was managing and. It was like kind of like legal money laundering in a lot of ways. So this is an interesting comment here from Bobby R. Of course, we haven't um, done our due diligence on this, but it's the comment says uh, several reports about Murdoch and his fiance having dinner with Tucker several weeks ago. And his fiance used to be a chaplain after the dinner. Murdoch broke off the engagement. I don't know if that's true, but that's crazy. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. This Murdoch is another weird guy. I, you know, it's like on paper he's a very conservative Republican, but whether he, you know, you know what I just realized. What's that? What Fox can do um, to fix the situation is is higher in Tucker's place that Devin Mulvaney. 
guy <laughs> because it works that's so it, well man. for Bud, Budweiser. Yeah, that's exactly it. I just figure genius. Yeah, there you go, and it solves all their problems. And um, or or Fox News and CNN can just like merge as one, and then together with their views, still couldn't compete with with um, Tucker's views on Twitter already. I mean, he posted one two minute video on Twitter. And in 24 hours, it's got 75 million views. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play another trailer, and we'll get back talking to this. And um, we have also like the whole Steven Crowder thing, and then of course aliens, octopus, and UFOs, and all kinds of fun stuff. Sounds great. All right. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll weren't just natural societal changes. What if there's proof that it was actually carefully orchestrated? In our previous episodes, we covered the Committee of 300 and what role they play in the quest for global domination. In this episode, we're going to expose how they're controlling the drug epidemic. War, banking, finance manipulation. That means heroin is worth more than gold. Drugs, music, culture. So you guys might be wondering how they're able to send drugs here to the U.S., which is the largest market of heroin and now fentanyl. Edge of Wonder exposes the deep state. So you guys, you can find that whole series we did on the deep state on rise TV and also, um, all of our other massive series that we've produced. Uh, you know, this is our live show. If you're watching us on rumble, uh, you know, this is our live show, but really, um, the highlight of edge of wonder is really our really super well-produced edited shows that we have. So you can find all of them on rise TV, rise.tv. Yeah, and that's a that's a cool series because we go really from the basics of how all of this stuff kind of started all the way through to, you know, elite bloodlines into mm. symbolism and, and beyond. So definitely check that out. Yep. All right. Should we move on to uh, we, well, should we talk briefly a little bit about Steven Crowder? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, it, what a. I just think it's ridiculous when people's personal lives get put out there. Like, you know, but it, I mean, I'll be okay. So, I mean, he's he like, look, I can't get over the fact that he's got fake pecs. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I still of can't. All of the things I'm just you, like, dude, you fake pecs. Well, yeah, that's prosthetic kind of pecs like i literally would not be able to get onto camera and keep a straight face if i got prosthetic pecs I totally agree here um okay so yeah, do you want to yeah, tell so, everyone what happened yeah so for those of everyone that doesn't know so um there was a video released just few, uh, the other day of steven actually Lindsay, can you can kind of show a little bit of the original video um this is his pregnant wife and basically, he's just really 
yelling at her and really degrading her in this video. Um, and it, it, it was released by her legal team uh, to, a, to an account on Substack. And to a guy, I guess, who, 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 fo who really focuses on these kinds of videos and kinds of things that he gets. So Candace Owens had a whole segment just blasting the crap out of him <laughs> on her show. Um, Honestly, I think is like kind I of mean, beneath her to do. Like, why are you? I understand fighting politics, but it's like, and maybe you don't like the guy or whatever, but like, I just feel like class is just being like, I don't know. No one's normal anymore. That's all yeah. I mean. It's hard to say. And like, okay. For those of you that don't know Steven Crowder, he has the, he's the whole change my mind. That's where it came from. Oh yeah. The change my mind thing. Yeah. And, change and look, my mind meme. That's, and, that's yeah, and I'm not defending this guy either. I no, just, and, I don't care is what I, is like the point. Yeah. And you this is the, like, he, he just posted a video today kind of explain. So him and his wife have been in a law, lawsuit for, I guess a while and now he's like, since this video came out, I just want to unseal everything and relieve it, re release it. But I mean, he's really pretty bad in that video. I mean, honestly, it, it definitely well, he just like, is like really angered me. Seriously, um, like um, very emotional. Like, yeah. Well, really? how what he was saying to his wife and and just like, you know, I mean, he they only he only allowed one car for for them, and it, it was like you know, it looked Can like you pull more that back up, Lindsay that one or, or this one. Yeah. So yeah. Like so this, this is the one that he posted in retaliation just, just a couple hours ago. It's only like a minute long. Did you want to watch or we can watch it? I guess just play it from where it is, whatever. I'm going divorce on Tuesday, requesting privacy in the best interest of the family, but also by court order agreed upon by all parties. Look, Broken marriages are ugly, and in them, people do ugly things. Myself, of course included, I would never claim otherwise. However, due to recent misleadingly edited leaks to the tabloid press without context and not subject to consequences of the court, well, if not privacy, the next best option is truth. So today, I have filed a motion to officially unseal all files as they relate to the matter of legal record finances, relevant medical records, including mental health history or evaluations, depositions, and any motions or sanctions from the courts of Texas. I will not be leaking private marital information to the press, but if the privacy agreements are not respected by all parties, I will address all that is a matter of irrefutable legal record in full context next week. That was not him. That was his lawyers talking. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. That was. Uh, oh no, 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 he did not write that <laughs> lawyer speech. Yeah. So this is um, and then okay, so this is like a little part from from the video that that was released. You can just play a little you bit need of this. Okay, I love you. I love you very much. I love you i've never received love from you and the fact is when i go look i need an a b c and d just be disciplined about it you go no but i love you more than life itself okay put on some gloves no but i love you more than life itself that's not fair it's not fair and it's disingenuous hillary you're right right in the past become someone that's unique day in and day out worthy of a life Worth? No, not as a wife. I didn't say as a wife. Hillary, Hillary, come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm going to go. I'll get texting what you need. I'll get you what you need. I 
I love you. I'm committed to you. Like, are you coming up to do those things? I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna, are you coming up to do those things? things? You're not committed to anything. Can you just pause this? I can't watch any more of this. Okay, so first of all, like, just in general, is that how you should speak to a pregnant? No, definitely person? not. A pregnant wife? It's like ex-wife person you're getting a divorce from? Probably not. Like, what the hell? It's Actually, very difficult to she's watch. She's pregnant with twins, too. I know. Yeah. It's twins. And I don't think they knew it at the time, though. Reportedly... While the twins were being born, he went to get his prosthetic pecs. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's true, too. It's okay. Like, well, like, that, you know, like when I heard that, literally, Ben, it's at that point when I when I found out what was going on where I was like, I don't want to know any of this. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't care about people's dirty. Try to be a good person, please. Yeah, like I, 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 I agree. And realistically, it, it's like no one would really care. This is just a domestic thing that's going on between him and his wife. But it's like, yeah, just because. No, and it's like it's yeah, you shouldn't talk to anyone like that. But but really, when we're talking about levels here, a pregnant woman, a woman pregnant with twins, you certainly should not be talking to like that. Right. Like, like whatever is going on, like both of you don't engage if you can't talk nicely at all. You know, for the kids, there's people in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I don't I really don't know. But um, it, 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 all of it. but like I said, yeah, I mean, like you said, too, I mean, can't I, I don't like the way Candace Owens came out about it. You know, Candace Owens was just like, you know, I she just has a personal vendetta. And I think because of what happened with the Daily Wire. So she's like all out to get Steven Crowder. And it's just like, OK, that's a little bit too much, too. So whatever, you know, it's yeah, like, I don't. And I don't. It's like people do do crazy. Th He's not wrong either. People do do crazy things like when they're getting a divorce, they say crazy things to one another. It's not for everyone's ears, which is why I think Candace Owens probably shouldn't have been talking about this in the first place. The other thing is we really don't know what's going on behind the scenes and whether or not the wife was at fault and what she was at fault for or whatever. We don't know any of that. And it's mm -hmm. none of our business. It's like, work it out. That's <laughs> like your adults work it out. We don't need to know about it. That's my point. Like <laughs> yeah. even whether you got prosthetic pecs or not, I don't care. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know either. Yeah. I don't want to know either what happened there. He was telling everyone he was something with his heart, but then that's not, you know, I guess that's not what Candace. It's like everybody like, needs to grow know, up and like fix yeah. their crap. That's what being an adult is, is like yeah. making mistakes and then being like, I made a mistake and I need to fix this. That's being an adult. So true. All right. Let's move on to, um, Aliens and octopuses. How about that? <laughs> Please. Which I'd much rather be talking about than prosthetic pecs. I agree. Um, yeah. So scientists discover never before seen brain waves after reading octopuses' minds. So this is uh this is a long article, but basically they had a hard time hooking up. Uh, monitoring brainwave activities because now it's they found out that their tentacles like basically have neuro near like neurons all throughout their tentacles so they found it it was kind of hard to study them but they were finally able to um to detach these 
invasive tracking device objects to these uh, octopuses. So there were some that they, they had like in a tank or whatever. And what they found was that they found researchers discovered brain waves that were very similar to those found in hu the human hippocampus. That's the one weird thing. But aside from that, they also found they've never seen before in recordings, long lasting and slow, they repeated just twice every second. Um, so there are these brain waves that were that these octopuses were, were sending out. Like I said, there was long lasting and slow, and they've never seen these before in any kind of animal to date. They weren't even sure what these brain waves are, what they were used for, or what they were even doing. So um, they're going to take what they their 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 research and studies and try to map this out to get more details and information. But they they've never seen this before. It's almost uh, like my understanding is almost like they're communicating, maybe communicating telepathically to one each other or something like that. <laughs> so and then of course like. You know, we did this whole massive series um, from the seas about octopuses, and it's it's even in mainstream science now that they're saying that octopuses are could be aliens. Not like, you know, they came here on a UFO, but they're like, well, they maybe came here on a meteorite or something like spores and eventually became octopuses, which sounds totally ridiculous. I don't even believe that. But um, but of course, they're like extremely intelligent. And um, they can they can use crafts and tools and um, they they know exactly. It's almost like they know what they're doing. So this is our series that Lindsay is showing right now. And we had we had some crazy information on octopuses. There there was this whole uh, incident instance where inst instance where a octopus was in a jar and they purposely left the room and the octopus waited till the guy left the room. And then he unscrewed the jar, got out, went on top of the fridge and ate these like crackers or cookies or something goes back in the jar, screws on the lid and then act like it never went out, you know? And so like, these are the kind of things that these octopuses are doing. And yeah, they're, they're Ooh. way too smart. And, and I really, I really think that brainwave is probably some ESP wave. I really do too. Considering that they don't know what it is or, or, and it repeated just twice, it repeated twice every second. That's the really weird thing. So, you know, I, I maybe it's something in their tentacles too. So super fascinating. And then on top of that, um, scientists also recorded hearing this weird, mysterious buzzing sound and they still can't identify it in the ocean. So um, they said it was bustling sounds of underwater. Well, I mean, of course, they've, they've, they've got all now, kinds of Is this of every in every ocean? Is this in a specific ocean? Is this something that wasn't there before that well, now is? So they're, they're saying it's from an animal, but they can't identify the animal. And it looks like it's pretty big. That's probably Loch Ness it's Monster. the Kraken. Yeah, or the Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> One is awoken. Yeah. So this is specifically in Goa, India. That's that's where this was. Uh, where where they where they found this strange sound from an identified animal. 
Um, maybe it's these octopuses that gi some gigantic octopus, like sending out some, like you said, the Kraken. I, I guess. just feel like we need more information, like where, when, why, I don't know. Like I, maybe it happens at certain parts of the year and it's just never been recorded before. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's mating sounds. Maybe it's, maybe it is. Maybe it's some ancient beast that just woke up after a thousand years sleep. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of looking at this article. Um, they, I mean, they just, they're kind of clueless. They're just now going through a lot of, um, tests and studies trying to figure out exactly what what this is they said it captured hundreds of recordings of of the choruses soniferous i don't even know what that word is sound making fish the high frequency noises of shrimp and then rum the rumblings of boats passing in the area they said that's like normal but something about this specifically they can't figure out what it is. And they said, it's just from this, it some kind of creature never been identified. Hmm. So that ah, kind of uh, keep an eye on this one and see if there's any updates on this. They'll probably say it's an, it's a, it's a shark. Cause everything's a shark. So <laughs> shark is the underwater uh, weather, balloon. weather balloon. Yeah. At least they didn't say it was that. Yeah, seriously. It's kind of funny. And in other news about aliens, um, that Lou Elzondo guy, who he's the one that came out and released the or released the TikTok UFO footage that the New York Times posted. He had a video uh, just, not, I guess we can, yeah, it's only 35 seconds. We'll just play this. Are you willing to go on the record that 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 this is otherworldly, this technology, that it's not the Chinese, it's not the Russians? I, I will say if I am asked to testify, I will gladly do so. We know it's not our technology. In fact, they admitted it. I actually wrote down the, the quote here, the blue on blue force. They know it's not our technology and they admitted it. They're pretty sure it's not adversarial. Now, if we want to say drones and quadcopters to help ease into the conversation, well, that's that's certainly their call. But I think people will begin to realize that drones and quadcopters don't fly at 35,000 feet in supersonic speeds. Um, that's that's just not realistic. Are you? Hmm. Yeah. And he said he, he is willing to go on record, including like a, an official hearing, government hearing, saying that from best of his knowledge, that this is not tech that is from Earth, that what we're experiencing and seeing in these videos. So. I mean, that's a pretty, um, what department was he from again? He was from the, he was from the a tip, you know, the, I don't know. I forget. It was the black, the black op like ops of the Pentagon that were, was secretly, uh, doing this, you know, until it got revealed, uh, advanced aerosmith aerospace threat identification program. That's the a tip. Now, is it possible though, that he, Sorry. His his sure. level of classification does not take into consideration some things that other departments have. It it is true. You know that what I mean? Is true. Yes, that is a hundred percent true. And honestly, I mean, a lot of the ATIP people associated with that, I don't really fully trust per se. But I'm not saying I don't trust him. I think he's trying to do his part. 
but I think he has been used in various ways by, you know, especially if you see the Washington Post and New York Times um, really hyping this guy up. Uh, the question is why, you know? Yeah, why, why? It's a good question. Yeah, okay, so he was the former director. Okay, yeah. and, and if you guys don't remember, um, this was a black ops program that got exposed through the New York Times when the um, when that Tic Tac UFO got dropped and the Nimitz UFO was was released. And then the Pentagon was forced to reveal this um, ATIP. And remember, this is called Advanced Aerospace, Aerospace Threat Identification Program. So they were trying to identify uh, aerial phenomenons and then, um, you know, figure out their source. And so this guy is, you know, this was what he was doing. So obviously, you know, if they were looking at something and like, well, Russia and China don't have this technology. Um, this isn't ours. What is it? You know, so uh, that's what's very fascinating about this. So whether anything's going to happen from this is another story, but, and then kind of like finishing off with this, um, which is really fascinating. So there's this Russian general, he died now of supposedly COVID of 2021, whether he died of COVID or not, or was killed, I don't really know. But um, he came out and said that there are advanced more advanced civilizations that are actually keeping an eye on earth. And on Nikolai, I don't, I don't, he looks trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a Russian general saying this, he was discredited in the media. They were like, Oh no, he was actually joking about this. He wasn't like serious, you know, he's, he doesn't, he's not. And I'm like, yeah, a Russian general coming out jokingly saying that, you know, and then, then dies soon after he made that statement. Um, but <laughs> I guess now nah, it wasn't soon after, I guess he's been kind of saying this for a few years, but, uh, there was a documentary, a Russian documentary and he was in it and he shared his experience with UFOs mm -hmm. and he was in, in, while he was in the military. So he's a general, but while he was just like, he was a pilot in the military for a while. And he said he encountered a lot of UFOs. And that's what he was talking about in the documentary. It's in Russian. So, um, you know, it's not really, I don't know if it's been translated or not, but, um, he said, he also said that the, those objects are commonly observed near facilities where the situation is quote unquote unstable. And he talked, he is talking about like nuclear weapon and chemical weapons facilities. They see a lot of UFO activity, which kind of goes along uh with what we know too with different various underground bases and um whatnot we, we were talking about, oh is that you weren't here friday i think that was with simon we were talking about um montana i think and some weird crazy stuff going on there so that's cool yeah anyway um kind of goes along all together though so yeah i don't know guess we'll we'll kind of keep an eye on all this and see what happens i mean i i can't imagine you know we're not we're never going to have the government come out and say like yes ufos exist 
but um you know and if they do do that why are they doing that so, right <laughs> i don't know could it be a distraction from a certain somebody possibly wearing a mask i don't know but <laughs> dude I, I i mean he's gonna pull off the mask and it's like oh wow it's the ben, reptilian overlords that rule what us. would you do <laughs> if he pulled off the mask and he and it was an octopus for a head <laughs> and that head was what was giving off the waves of sound oh, in the man. ocean dude that's it the octopuses are all communicating with, with <laughs> yeah. each it's other telling us how to, like we rule the humans this way right. <laughs> <laughs> we uncovered the massive conspiracy right there. no but you know i wonder though okay so here's something interesting just to think about you know before we kind of end this conversation and go over yeah. to, to rise um if we have dumbs all over the country mm -hmm. where people in certain cities or states are hearing noises or hums underground. Do we really think that that some of these bases are not in the ocean? Oh, yeah, that's a, you know, a really excellent. I mean, yeah. if you're going to hide a base. The ocean is the best way to do it. I was going to say, isn't wouldn't it be? wise to hide it under the ocean what if and you know it it might not just be that they they built something underneath there which would be very challenging to do it could also be that they found something okay. under there and then created a base out of it that we don't okay. know about but the humming coming from under there that sounds strangely familiar to the dumbs of course i don't know if it's a similar sound or whatever but of course you would be able to pick up on that sound you know I think it maybe is a base. I think that's probably the 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 most likely answer to that. I think the more fantastic answer would be the Kraken or something similar. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, and and like you you brought up that point, but maybe you know I would assume how they would build, construct something like that. You build, you start out building it just on land and then you, you, you like would transport probably, you know, it's like how you, you do like a mobile home nearly, you know, you, you yeah. transport it piece by piece. Yeah, you're right. And, and then, then you, you kind of put it together. together water. And, yeah. And then, you know, you'd probably have, I mean, with all the technology that we have in the world today, I guarantee you that, that, you know, that's something extremely doable or just dig underground, you know, start on, start on, on, on the surface, start digging underground and then you're digging underneath the ocean, essentially, you know, that's the other aspect too. And then, you know, there's so, I'm sure there's so many things that they can do with this stuff, but I, I also, you know, like you said, they could just find stuff under, underground, under the ocean and start using that too. I mean, we, I mean, we know there's something weird off of like near LA and California and the ocean where people are seeing like stuff coming up and down. So I mean, you know, whether that's military or aliens is, is the question. So and that's right where the near the, the battle L.A. took place, you know, in the 40s, where L.A. Times had that front photo of that UFO that the military started like blasting. You know, can you believe that? Yeah, there was like even like thousands of rounds that they shot off at it. And it's like yeah. and all of a sudden it gets swept under the rug and no one wants to talk about it. 
that that happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's weird. Agreed. All right. You, did you want to talk about this only nope. last article here before we go over to Rise? Are we good? No, no, no. We're good. All right. Well, you guys, we're going to head over to Rise.tv right now. Uh, we're going to leave Rumble, Facebook, Ganjing World, and Twitter. Uh, and everywhere else we're streaming. And um, yeah, we're going to head over there where we're going to do a live Q&A. And uh, please don't forget that your support helps us keep doing these deep dives that you're not going to get anywhere else. It's just $9.99 a month. And we could really use the support to keep our work going. Um, but yeah, check out this trailer for uh, our episode on psychic octopuses, aliens, and demons. Yeah. And then join us over on Rise.TV. See you there, you guys. What if I told you that octopuses are so smart, they may even have extrasensory abilities? That's right. I'm talking about a psychic octopus. That sounds like a terrible B horror movie. What's happening? It's a huge split. It's got the glider. In 2010, during the FIFA World Cup in South Africa, an octopus in Germany correctly predicted the outcomes for all seven of the German team's soccer matches. But he also picked Spain to win the final against the Netherlands. The octopus who was named Paul. Who names an octopus, Paul? This octopus, Paul, indicated his favored teams by choosing between food and glass cases containing flags of two opposing teams. You've heard about Cthulhu and the Kraken. You've wondered about superpowers in the occult. You've seen movies and TV shows reveal truths that even they may not have realized. Is a cephalopod takeover on the horizon. Are eels interdimensional? Have reckless oil companies unleashed an evil on the world that they don't want you to know about? Join Edge of Wonder for a deep dive into the cryptids of the abyss. I didn't want to go public without evidence because I knew no one would believe me. The entire incident happened about five to six minutes in total. And my mom shouts really loud, oh my God, what is that? What is that? At no point did the two men in black or the Air Force gentleman ask my mother or her friends what did they see? They looked human, but they did weird things. The men in black, they said, you will report it as a helicopter crash or we will take your son away. The men in black play the narrative and the media outlets skew it back out. This was 1991 Project Mockingbird in full effect.
I was waiting to see if she was going to play the opening there. I didn't know what was going on there. Me either. Welcome to uh, Rise TV for those you, of you joining us now. You're going to play it and interrupt us, Lindsay? Uh, probably not. You can just keep going. <laughs> I can't until no, she plays the opening. <laughs> That's We're going to do our dig deep Q&A and we are just waiting. Cue to cut him off. 